from the Stand Up Talk Radio Network. You're 24 years old. Why would I listen to you? Why would you be giving therapy and advice to people who clearly need it? It doesn't make any sense, Ari. This is a horrible idea. You're listening to you're listening to unlicensed, 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 unlicensed therapy with Ari Mendes. Are you sick? Uh, I think I'm getting there. That's too bad. That's okay. I won't touch any more of your stuff. No, I don't care. I have a really good immune system. That's cool. Humble brain. Amongst other things. Yeah, right. Big dick. No, I don't know. So <laughs> you got a big, healthy dick on him. You're Canadian. No. I know. Where are you from? I'm from Connecticut. It's kind of like the Canada. Are there any other comedians from Connecticut? Uh, John Mayer. Stand-up comedian John Mayer. He's pretty funny, comedian. actually. He is I think funny. he's funny. He used to have do you seen him do stand-up? Uh, just videos on the internet. I've seen him pop in. I mean, I've never. I guess I've never seen him just do straight stand up. But I've seen him go on stage with Jeff Ross and yeah. Chappelle uh-huh. at the comedy store. And I think he's a just a likable, funny dude. He has a good sense of humor. That boy. Yeah, I would say he's probably in the top ten percent of comedians. Not just of like <laughs> musician comedians or all comedians. all comedians. And I'm not just saying like. Oh yeah, because he could sell tickets and uh-huh. power. No, I'd say. Do you want to be on your couch? I feel like I'm keeping you from. No, your no, couch. no. The couch is for you. Okay, <laughs> the whole couch. I, I would down? say he's in the top ten percent of comedians. Just is funny. Okay, sure. As far as funny, yeah, because he is just a natural talent. Yeah. He's good at everything he does. He is, he is born with that. Comedy included. He used to have a show on MTV. John Mayer's, uh, I forget what it was called. But he would run around in a suit. A bear suit? Yeah, like, and not tell his fans that it was him. Yeah, yeah. It was so funny. That's good stuff. It was it was legit. It wasn't like, oh, that's funny because he's John Mayer. It was just funny, funny for in general. He was just funny. Yeah. Why does stuff like that always get, like, one season? Like if they're whenever they're only like, all right, comedian, you do whatever you want to do, and then like it's really funny to other funny people. Maybe he, first off, did it only do one season? I'm not sure. I think it did like half. I think there were like six episodes of that. show. Okay, maybe he only wanted to do that. Sure, he and got he busy. Like, I don't care. I'm selling out arenas. Right. He started dating Jennifer Love Hewitt, and he was like, "What do I need to run around?" Yeah, the bear MTV did that. Been there, done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that sounds more it. realistic. I'd like to ask him about it. Yeah. Next time I see him in the hallway, that'd be a good conversation. I've never, you know, I'm not the guy that goes up to people, famous people and talk to them just to talk to them. Cause you got nothing to say. Cause I got nothing to say, but also I don't want to be, Hey, I'm already, I don't know. I don't want to be a mm-hmm. uh, networker or yeah. whatever. I don't, it's just weird. I don't want someone to come up and talk to me when they have no reason to talk yeah. to me. Are you bad at that? Are you bad at networking? Um, at I mean, I'm probably middle of the road because I'm bad at it because I won't go out of my way to do it or force myself to talk to someone. Uh-huh. But I think when I do talk to someone, when someone gets to know me, they like, I'm likable, cool guy. I could attest to so that. So 
That's, I think you're a cool guy. I go around. I'm town. really cool, and I have a big <laughs> dick, and I have natural, uh, great immune system. Great immune system. So, because of that, you know, I you're make, like the I John make Mayer friends. Of Maybe it just takes me a little longer. I have to organically meet them. Sure. I'm, and a lot of people who maybe you network with don't have a great personality, but they have a job where they can help you. You know, so it's harder to be like, oh, let's have a cool conversation because that's impossible. But at the end of the day, like they're part of something that you'd like to be a part of as well. Yeah. I mean, everyone's a part of something cool. Hell right? yeah. Hell everyone's yeah. working on something really cool. <laughs> this crazy town we live so in, baby. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you just be yourself and are cool, then you're going to get involved in the right things because you're going to be asked to work with like-minded people who like your sensibilities but if you force it yeah then they're like that's, that's the how you know you end up on a show that gets canceled after six episodes Hell on yeah. mtv yeah that that assumed familiarity situation i don't know i don't know how it all works do you have people coming up to you and doing that like the assumed familiarity like they know that you're I don't know that you get a lot of shows or something and they act like you've been friends. I don't want to sound douchey and say like, Oh yeah, people are coming up to me all the time and trying to meet me. Like I'm famous. Cause uh-huh. I'm d- obviously not no, this famous is a different relationship. at all, but yeah, it happens. Mm-hmm. I definitely get people who come up to me and I could tell that they're just phony. Yeah. And I'm just like, what do you think I can do for you? Like I, <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out for myself. How do you think our lives are different? And what do you want that you think that I? a lot of people assume they'll see me do something and they'll either a assume it's way cooler than it is Uh or B assume that I can get that for anyone. Give me a good example. Uh, like I get booked at the ice house a lot. Hell yeah. So people will assume, man, the ice house house is awesome. It's, uh, probably makes good money <laughs> he gets in he get in there he can get me in there i'm like i i don't get i don't know i'm not friends with like the, right. the booker likes my comedy i guess and books me but i'm not friends with him where i could be like hey book my body mike he's you gotta book him so just to be clear there's no way i can get an ice house <laughs> show after this podcast not from not from my recommendation but well you- <laughs> i know i mean no you know what i take that back i could Recom- recommend someone uh-huh. he he's even said to me hey if you're gonna recommend someone send along an eight minute clean tape with them which basically is saying hey you could recommend someone but i'm not gonna blindly take your recommendation and book smart someone. yeah that's a hands-on you know that's actually a good if if i don't know how you are if, if you get asked for things a lot sometimes if that's a good way that's a good deflection actually if someone says, hey, how do I get in at the ice house? I can say, send me an eight-minute clean tape. Because yeah. how many people have an eight-minute clean tape? Most don't. Most I would don't. Say most they'll, don't. They'll be like, okay, I'll get that. Three years goes by, they, n- they don't get yeah, it. Yeah, but what do you do at the three-year mark when they're like, okay. <sighs> if, they send me a, <laughs> if they send me an eight-minute clean tape and I like them and I like their comedy, I'll happily send it along okay, to the booker of the ice house. my phone yeah. real quick. The eight-minute clean tape. Eight-minute clean tape. Yeah, that's what everyone does. They say, yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to get it to you. And then... That's Maybe good. one person has got it to me. I have a uh, I have a crowd work show, and a lot of people will ask to be on that, and I'll, I'll let most of the people on because I've I've met everybody, you know, and I like everybody for the most part. But uh, when I'm booked too far out in advance, and people are like they keep hounding you, I'll be like, yeah, show up, you know, because most people 
that's another little deflection thing. Like most people just won't leave their house and just, that's how you can kind of tell who, who really wants to do that or not. There's that. Yeah. I'm a hater. <laughs> if someone, if someone asks me to do something too many times, yeah, they're never doing it. What do you, or, uh, or they got a, they got a base. Okay. So for example, I'm not going to say names. There's a comic who, you know, I, I know, I hang out every night at comedy clubs, so I know hundreds of, literally hundreds to thousands of comedians in Los Angeles. Yeah. So there's a lot of people, my friends, people who I like their comedy, and I don't book a lot of shows. I book a bi-monthly show in my living room sure. that's an hour long. Yeah. So that's like four to six comedians bi-monthly. So there's plenty of people who I like, who I'd like to get up. I just haven't yet. Right, right, right. There's so, only so much space. There's only so much space. Because I'm not, yeah. I, I'm not a comedy club booker. I book a In little show <laughs> bi-monthly. So someone will hit me up that I that maybe I even like them and I like their comedy. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, hey, I'd love to do your show. And be like, I'd love to have you. Just so you know, I don't do it very often. I have booked I've a list of people I want to book. I've never booked anyone twice. Uh-huh. But yeah, I'd, I'd love to get you on at some point. Yeah. And then if they don't understand that and then keep repeating asking me to get booked yeah i'm like all right you don't you're never getting booked dude dude this, that you're reminds annoying. me of like i don't it, say that to them I just, right right me- right mentally i'm like that's I'm how you look at them, them forever yeah <laughs> it doesn't work with me some people are like i'm gonna pester someone until i get booked that might work on some people i think it does work what isn't gonna work on me and even if it did it would be purely to get you out of the way, and then I wouldn't like you. That's how I as think a person. girls dated me after I you, came back from college. You would ask them out. Repeatedly. I would ask them out, and usually on MySpace, and then they would be like, "You'd we, yeah, we should get coffee." Someone you know, a girl you'd know. Yeah, we'd go out to the bars, and uh-huh. then I'd you know I'd figure out their MySpace, <laughs> and then they'd be like, "Yeah, let's go out." And by MySpace, sometime. their name. You their search na- their name on yeah, MySpace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I would figure right? out. Or no, I guess there were MySpace. I had a MySpace, but it's, I'm trying to remember. There were... Did you... Did, I don't remember. Was this a question? Did you go, what's your MySpace URL? Or was it... I wouldn't I'll say URL you. in a, or, in a like, casual... But was that a thing? Would I'd be you like, go, hey, what's oh, your let AIM? let me add you on MySpace. AIM is more... Yeah. In college, you were asking for AIM, though? In college, yeah, when you asked so. for I think phone that was numbers? tail end. Uh, How old are you? I'm 33. Yeah, so you're not you're not that old, right? I'm I'm 29. Uh-huh. Um, in college, I guess yeah. Yeah, you weren't asking numbers. for AIMs in that college. That was when everyone if, had a. If different you were, cell phone. I think that's your where you went wrong. <laughs> probably. You were probably the only one asking for AIMs. But the point was, we would go out and we would make plans for coffee, and then the plans would never like, oh, how about this day? Oh no, not that day. And I'd ask like three or four times, and then I was like, oh, they just don't want to go out. Because there's, there's oh, been... Oh, they would give you the runaround a couple times. Yeah. But then three or four, you're like, okay. So I felt like the pesterer in this situation. I'm like, I'm and not going to so ask you, you for, out for coffee Did you keep going or did you stop after three or four? It depends how how much you how like pretty the girl was and how out of my league I thought she so was. So if she was really out of your league, you would continue uh, seven that? Seven or eight times, easy. And had, and did they ever, like three or four times, they'd be like, I'm busy that day. And then at f- if you kept going, would they go, hey, I just... <laughs> no... <laughs> No thanks. Did the, that ever happen? The realization no thanks. Did they ever have to reject no. you? Here's what would happen. I would go to my girlfriends, like my best girlfriends, and be like, what is, what's happening? I asked this person seven times. 
And then I always just surrounded myself with really honest people. So they would be like, oh, she doesn't want to go out with you. Right. And then I'd block her on MySpace. You'd block her? I'd block her. If you found out a girl didn't want to get coffee with you, you'd be like, no coffee? Then you're blocked. Yep. hundred percent. Because I didn't, I wanted to be a musician before I wanted to be a comedian. And if, what do you play? If God, guitar. I was like, if God forbid something blows up and they watch it happen and then they want to get with me afterwards. I want to be the person to, I want that door to be shut, you know? So your goal was, I'm going to be a famous rock star. Yes. Yes, please. And these girls are going to go, hey, I wonder if I'll still want to get coffee with me. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. they'll be like, I'm going to message them on, on MySpace. And they'll go to your MySpace and be like, I'm blocked on MySpace? Yeah. And then, and then who wins that? Do you think you that's know? ever happened? Um, There's no way to know because all these people are blocked. Well, but actually, that and was that's the only way to get you on Facebook. Now. <laughs> no, it's the only way to get in touch with me. <laughs> when was the last time you logged into MySpace? Uh, Even for kicks, did I've you log tried. in like a year ago? <laughs> I try once in a while, but I can't remember You're in, you where my information. yeah what my password game was back then. Wow, so it's tough. Um, were you told at all what this podcast is? No, but it's a therapeutic thing, right? It's a therapeutic one. So, I'm so I'm here to help you. This is great. So that was just. A small talk to get you comfortable. Yeah. Now that now that you can see I'm, we're friends, you can trust me. <laughs> now that you trust me, anything going on in your life? I'm trying to think, like, problematic? Yeah, everyone's got problems, right? Everyone. It doesn't matter if you're, uh, what's the guy who owns Amazon? Elon Musk. No, that's Tesla. Isn't the same guy? Oh, Jeff He's Bezos. Jeff Bezos. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you're Jeff Bezos Jeffrey. or Jeffrey Bezos. if you're a homeless man yeah. in Los Angeles. Uh-huh. They both have the same <laughs> problem. No, they both have problems. They both have problems. I'm looking at these two guys. They have the same <laughs> level of happiness. Um, and well, then maybe, maybe this is a good just test episode because... <laughs> I don't have any. You have no problem. I consider myself a pretty. No, you're lying, dude. I zoom then out. Here's the problem. And you're I look a liar at, because sure. everyone's got problems. Let's work on that then. Yeah, I could tell you why I'm happy. Uh, you could be happy. I'm not saying you're depressed. Yeah, I'm not saying that. That's different. You. I mean, you probably are because you're a comedian. But I'm not saying you <laughs> are. Yeah. Uh huh. But I am saying is no one's life is perfect. Everyone's yeah, right. got problems. Everyone's got goals. Yeah. Everyone's got issues. Uh huh. It could be as simple as, you know, I have this skin tag on my body. That it could be I need that one's pretty. Good. I'm a few thousand dollars short. It could be me and my wife got in a fight. It could, you know, there's all sorts of problems. How's the psychiatrist gonna help you out with a skin tag? That's a different doctor. I give, I'm kind of just a general, (laughs) I'm not a psychiatrist. I got an example. I mean, the whole point of this is I'm not a licensed therapist. (laughs) But I trust you like you are. As you should. Right. Because I'm really good at what I do. I mean, you, you talk, you talk with a certain amount of confidence in your voice. I'll say this. Have you heard of the, uh, this like imposter syndrome thing? A lot of creative people have it where if something good happens, they don't let themselves not celebrate that, but it always feels like phony to a certain extent. Oh, I have that for sure. Yeah. Well, how yeah. are you supposed to help me if I I was trying to feed I was trying well, to feed the chickens? Baby. Maybe. <laughs> well, 
um, maybe there's different levels to it. Like something, if I, for example, okay. Let's just say I have it a lot and you don't have it as much. Here, here, here's an example of for me. Okay, it happened. So I, there's a festival in San Diego called Kaboo. Mm-hmm. It's been going on for three or four years. I think Virgin, the company Virgin, owns it. They have big names. Uh, Foo Fighters were there this year. Nice. Uh, Imagine Dragon, Katy Perry. Yeah, just one of the Imagine Cake. Dragons. Imagine Dragons. <laughs> they were the lamest band I've ever seen in my life. Is that true? They were. I hate Imagine Dragons <laughs> after that concert. They are the okay. They're obviously they have a lot of hits. Yeah, and their sound was incredible. But let me give you a, the story of I go to the Imagine Dragons uh-huh. show. It's Saturday night. Yeah, they're the headliner. They're going <laughs> up. They're going up last on the big stage. Hell yeah! Packed. The guy comes out. The lead singer. It's a. I know there's multiple people. Oh, Imagine. let's start there. The band comes out and they're all dressed like idiots, right? Okay. Like I think one was Similar? wearing like same a, outfit. They're all wearing different outfits, but they're all goofy, kind of cost- half costume, half regular outfits. They have bird masks on and yeah. T-shirts that say dumb phrases on it. Uh-huh. And they're so dumb looking that they're like, oh, this is kind of funny. They're dressed as idiots. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Okay. Then the lead singer comes out. And the lead singer is in short shorts, shirtless, waxed body, nice haircut. Like a and and in baby oil all over his body why like a wrestler he looks like a wrestler he yeah. does look like a, that was one of the comments this is wwe that was <laughs> thing, something that people were saying yeah he looked like a wrestler and he clearly worked out he was ripped uh-huh. jacked and this is the way he, i want you to know he didn't rip off his shirt mid-concert and covered in sweat from rocking out yeah this was he came out wet. this was coming out wet yeah and shirtless <laughs> yeah. so i'm like how like That's this guy's already rich and successful and talented i'm sure he gets laid all the time why is he doing this it looked like a what guy who really was trying hard to get laid yeah yeah but i'm like okay. he doesn't need that does he just have the tiniest dick in the world <laughs> that he's so so that's how the concert started they started they sounded great yeah then midway through is each, he playing something uh the lead singer doesn't pl- er, i didn't see him playing anything okay i don't maybe he did at one point but no, so he's not sure like he's greasing singing. up the back of a guitar or anything like no, that no 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 he's just singing he has the wireless mic and sure. he's singing midway through each song he stops the song and he has some sort of message to give to the world uh. so he's playing a hit the solo comes the music dims and he goes a lot many years ago i was diagnosed with depression oh boy and i'm not ashamed this is during like and you don't have to be either this is during every (laughs) song it was something along these lines and you don't have to be either Uh there's seek help seek attention there's professionals out there that can get you the help you need tell your friends and family we're here for you yeah oh it was really positive and disgusting is he diagnosed with something else every then he had yeah then he had this big banner made that said like something about mental illness awareness and he was waving it around like a flag during his concert and okay. i just hated their guts like play your music dude we're here for your music it's yeah Not, he was acting like the whole audience was about to kill themselves i'm like we're at a music festival. Everyone here is having fun. There's a lot of happy people here. Yeah, this is not the place for that. Yeah. And this isn't what you're famous for. Like yeah, if yeah, you want to yeah. start up a podcast on mental illness, go ahead. Right. Keep it here and do or your write thing. Write songs about that stuff. 
Yeah, if you want to put it into your lyrics. So anyway, I put it in them. your art. It was so annoying and lame uh-huh. that it took away from how great their music was oh, that's too and how great they sounded. And now I hate them. Okay, well, that's just me. Anyway, okay, so <laughs> Kaboo Festival, I got to perform there this year. Awesome. Um, not you know, no one knows what Kaboo is, but it's a big festival and it was really cool, and it was cool to to do. That being said, um, I won this contest to do it. And my mom brought 30 people out to the, to the contest. Uh-huh. So it felt really, it, at one hand I was like, oh, this is so cool. I got to do Kaboo. I had a good set. I won this contest. And on the other hand, I'm like, I probably just won because my mom brought her friends. <laughs> so I don't, I didn't let myself enjoy it. Cause I'm like, I don't deserve this shit. Right. You played at this gigantic thing with imagine a greasy, imagine dragons. And you were like, it's just cause of. The girls my mom works with. Yeah, it's just because my mom brought her friends to the contest, <laughs> the stand-up contest. No, man, you're a talented boy. Yeah, but that's what I mean. It's like I, tr- I always feel like find, it. you know, when I got a job, when I got uh, friends and family at the comedy store, I'm like, ah, that's just because I used to book the show at Hooters and I would book all the door guys, and that's uh-huh. why they started putting me up at the open mic. Right. I'm like, this wasn't because I did the open mic one time and killed it, and they're like, you're really funny. Yeah. You, so I'll find excuses for. But you know, everything. you're smart enough to know that that doesn't make sense all the way through. You know. Oh they, yeah. They no, never... I know that. You still have to do good. You know that can yeah. push you to a certain point, and then if you suck, you suck. Right. And yeah. So I know, but still. Um. Lingering. Yeah, you have those. I have those thoughts. Yeah. That doesn't let me fully enjoy things yeah and imagine you do too yeah very much so so my this advice nice. to you <laughs> is i think those are good they keep you humble you know if you didn't have those thoughts and you were just like fuck yeah I yeah i guess this. that's the alternative right? i'm doing i'm doing this show yeah oh i just got paid to do this mm-hmm. oh i have this I have all these things, and if that's so, and you just truly, fully enjoyed them, mm-hmm. you'd be a douchebag. But sometimes I think that. Do you have that sometimes, or is it always? Will you self-doubt? fully enjoy it? Yeah, and I'm like, fuck yeah, I earned that. Sometimes I let myself. Maybe be I happy. do. I can't. <laughs> I don't know. I might have been proud of myself once. I, I can't. I, remember. Yeah, I, maybe I've been proud of myself. I can't remember. <laughs> I mean, if I have a good set, I have that feeling. Like if I kill it yeah. on stage. The rare times that I do, I'll walk off. I'll feel pretty good for uh-huh. at least five to ten minutes. Yeah. After the set, dude. Why is it? I've seen you a bunch over the past like five or six years, and there are times when your comedian friends are on stage, and you know that they're like for whatever reason the the back of the room gets aroused out of what's going on, and the audience maybe isn't with it for whatever reason, but all the comics are losing their shit. Uh-huh. Why does that happen, do you think? I think as a comic, sometimes it's really fun to watch the audience <laughs> not get it. Like, for example, if I don't know your act, but <laughs> let's say you had a joke I really liked and I've seen, <laughs> and, and I've seen it yeah. work uh-huh. and I've seen it work a bunch of times. I yeah. know this joke. I like this joke. It usually does good. Yeah. But then I watch you doing it at a show like any other, and for whatever reason, that joke is bombing. Uh-huh. But I know it's a good joke, because I've <laughs> seen it a bunch of times, and I've heard it, and I like it. Right. <laughs> but it's bombing. That's fun. That is it's like, fun. It's like, <laughs> he's, he's, the audience isn't getting it, even though I know it's good. Yeah. And then, and then that makes me laugh more. Okay. 
because it's fun to watch your friends eat a dick. Eat a dick. It absolutely. So that, is. I think that's part of it. <laughs> yeah. It's also fun to see. Maybe you're doing material that's uh, risky mm-hmm. or that usually doesn't work, but some is funny. I don't know whether maybe it's about, you know, some usually it's something a little edgy. Sure. And it, and the audience is not always going to get it, but it's fun to watch them. Yeah. So it's it's just fun to watch people eat it when you know they're just kind of being a little like an artist, I guess. Sure. Just trying. It's not fun. See, the audience, the comics are never on the com. The comics in the back are never laughing if someone's just boring up there and uh-huh. eating it. Right. Then the audience isn't going to be in the back of the room laughing. Right. At least you uh, have their attention. Have you seen who who comes to mind? Like you, me. You've seen audience. You've seen comics in the back laughing at me. I've been no. I'm saying I've I've been the one oh, losing you were, my shit at, in like in the lab at the improv. And then the audience is just kind of like lukewarm yeah. and you're talking about how you've committed insurance fraud or something like that. And like everyone's losing their shit and <laughs> everyone yeah. else in the audience is uh, just, just like to be clear, worried about <laughs> I have not committed insurance fraud. Uh, it's just a, something I say. It's just a clever story that's been made, made up, up and story about insurance fraud. <laughs> I bought this Zoom recorder with my hard earned money and not the insurance fraud. Right. <laughs> that did not happen. I don't think anyone's accusing you of anything but being funny. <laughs> right. Yeah. The lab's hard, dude. Hey, why does everybody sit out on the goddamn street? Do Are they trying to make sure no one parks here to go hiking? Here? On this street? On your street. Typically, this is a great street for parking. Uh-huh. Unless everybody's um, sitting in lawn chairs. They're, uh, they closed the side of the street today because they're filming something. Oh, There's so these are... big Hollywood business going on here i don't know what it is what they're filming sure i'm not involved but okay i know that uh maybe if if you were better at networking yeah you would be if i yeah you think it was on my street (laughs) they'd want to get me involved (laughs) i live right here turn the speakers out that what better what better person (laughs) could you get in your production do you think right now the director's sitting in his trailer being like i wonder if there's two comedians podcasting on the street anywhere I think there's two comedians podcasting at all times on every street. (laughs) There's so many podcasts and so many comedians. But anytime someone says, I want to do a podcast, but there's just everyone else is doing a podcast. I'm like, well, you know what? Everyone else is a comedian. Do you think there's too many comedians? I mean, do you believe that truly? I mean, there's a lot of comedians and obviously if there were less, it could benefit us. Uh-huh. But no, I don't think there. there's how, however many people want to do something. Yeah. They, they can do it. I think the ones who don't are not going to do it quit. Yeah. A lot for the of most do. part. Yeah. For the most part. I had a hair yeah. I never, uh, I don't think I ever have been like, man, there's too many comedians. Uh-huh. Cause I've heard people say that. that there are a lot. It. I think they're just saying that cause there are a lot of, a lot of comedians, probably more than there's ever been. Mm-hmm. There's a comedy boom. Yeah. But yeah, it doesn't bother me because the cream rises to the top. It makes yeah. you better. That's what I like to hear, Ari. And that's why you get the back of the room. That's why I'm at the top, <laughs> tippy top. You're dude. at the top of the back of the room. That is why I work a minimum wage job. <laughs> we got to get you some sponsors. You don't have any sponsors on this thing? Do we I don't need do to it consistently. That's apron? why I got the the booker now. Oh, right. Because 
I was that's like, what you do, man. You build your team, and then you have a team, and then you're all set. Yeah. So I was like, if I don't get a booker, listen, I, my bro- my brother is like, you're lazy. You could book all these people yourself. Uh-huh. You don't need that. I'm like, yeah, I could, but this way. It's happening. Why not be associated with somebody that's going to do a good job? It makes it look more professional. Yeah. It makes it easier on me. But you know what you got to do? You got to treat those people like they're valued because if they're good enough, they will absolutely get swooped up by somebody else. Yeah. Did you not give any thought to that? If Are you, you saying put, I don't value Caitlin enough? No, no, no. I'm not saying I know nothing about your relationship. I'm just saying it's so important to be like... Hey, just so you know, you're doing a good job. So I shouldn't say like, hey, thanks for getting Mike. Could you get someone better next time? <laughs> could you get someone hey, that maybe hey, has a credit? thanks for booking Mike on my podcast. You think you could get... Uh, <laughs> think, think you could get someone of noteworthiness next time? Does he have Tyler Oakley's screen name? Who's Tyler Oakley? He's a he's a, a, YouTube, uh, a YouTuber with a, a billion... Oh, <laughs> nice. Is he a vlogger? Yeah, he everyone's do? a vlogger. Everyone with a phone like, what's is a his vlogger. thing though? Because um, like, I don't follow that many YouTubers, but what's his? He's just been on YouTube. He doesn't forever. have like a shtick. He's a funny gay guy. There's like, oh, he's a gay guy. Okay. Yeah, and he's um, really in shape. There's the ones I I know of. You mm-hmm. could probably list them all because I don't know that many. There's Casey Neistat. Yep. Did I say his name right? Neistat. I think so. He is kind of a tech enthusiast, New York vlogger suppose Seem, so seems that's like what his if you had to say what he is you'd be like well he's a vlogger in new york yeah he had like this daily vlog thing for but a he does time. a lot of tech stuff he does electronics reviews and skateboard review he got gadgets he likes gadgets i haven't seen a lot of that stuff but i used to I that's think what the, he is to me if thing, i were to describe it. okay sure yeah and this is about this is all about your experience right now so yeah what <laughs> he runs a lot he does run that's what would you describe him as? No, I just remember him as like he came out a couple of years ago and he was doing all these uh, like daily vlogs, but they were really like cool and cinematic. And then a lot of people copied. Yeah, his he style, has high production. So that's value. what I associate. He has a, a pretty good production yeah. value in his stuff. Yeah. He uses, yeah. And again, that goes back to he reviews cameras and he likes having the best vlogging camera. You know, he's not just picking up his phone and vlogging. Right. He has. He's tried every camera, and he goes, this is the best vlogging camera. Right. I did all those reviews to figure out what I'm going to vlog every day. Yeah. With. And then there's uh, Brian Barsnick. Have you heard of him? No. He lives in Detroit, Michigan. Okay. And he breeds reptiles. Okay. And he does a daily vlog. Nice. And he has like 1.7 million subscribers. So here are the reptiles that I'm forcing to have sex today. thousands of reptiles. Literally, he has a warehouse full of reptiles. How much of the reptile sex makes it onto the daily vlog? Hmm. Can I see an iguana fuck every He doesn't. Day? I guess, yeah, he doesn't show them humping too How, often. Where do he these shows views their come eggs, from? Though. He still shows the process. He shows them putting them in the tank together. Yeah. Coming back, finding their eggs, the eggs hatching. He shows. So it's a very like he he shows it like the Sims. Yeah. Like you you put two of them in a <laughs> yeah. bed and then there's like a smoke and but a But that being said, he shows it like the Sims. That being said, I bet you you could look back and find <laughs> like some in snakes the wrapped around each other. <laughs> yeah. Like blurry in the beside that, his head. He blurs it out. That'd be funny. <laughs> I think snake sex and or reptile sex in general isn't um quite is no i think it's, it's just kind like of family a, friendly 
Yeah, like somebody digs snakes, a hole. Snakes and pees having in a sex hole. are literally just snakes wrapped around each other. They're not rubbing. They're oh, not it's humping, beautiful. You know, same with lizards. Yeah, they're kind of just two lizards on top of each other. It's like the Cinemax version. Yeah, of, uh, it's not. It's not like dogs having sex. It's not like people. Yeah, hell yeah. It's pretty different. Yeah, and I know that because I look up a lot <laughs> of reptile porn. I love reptile porn. <laughs> Let's pause for a sponsor, Reptile Pornhub. Reptile Pornhub. Could you imagine? What kind of YouTuber are you? Um, I kind of, and this has been detrimental to my my growth and stuff, but I kind of just do what I want. But it's it's I've done a a few. You don't things. have a niche. Uh, I used to be a musician, and then I started talking to the camera for whatever reason. Uh, about ten years ago, and I would do videos like. How to find true love, but it would always have kind of was like this before a, you were married. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Way before I talked about so many How'd things. How did you meet your wife? What? How did you meet your wife? She came to a show. A stand-up show. Dragged her to a show. Music it, or stand-up? It was music and comedy at that. What point. were you doing? I was doing both. both. Yeah, I would do like a question jar show. So and how long have you guys been going out for? Uh, seven years. We've been married for two. Wow. Yeah. And she travels with you. Sometimes. When she can. She's a, she do? a hairdresser in Santa Monica. Where so do you live? I live in Sherman Oaks. Wow. Yeah. So you both kind of commute around town? Yeah. Her more than me. I do most of the shit from the house if I'm not traveling. Wow. But then I'm out every night slinging these jokes, you know? What's your go-to spots to sling jokes? Um, I don't know, man. I've been uh, at the improv more. That place is very Improv. nice. Yeah. I like everyone there, you yeah. know, and then I just get into, I say yes to everywhere that will have me. Sure. You know, I'm at that stage. Yeah, I think we all are, except for maybe Chris D'Elia. <laughs> the only person who has succeeded. <laughs> I think him and Dave Chappelle are the only ones that Chris say no to things. Dave Chappelle, Joe Rogan, and Andrew Santino are the only comedians. That I don't even think Santino. I think Santino says yes to everything. You think so? Almost everything. He hadn't said yes to my show. I'll tell you that. He said no? He didn't say no, but he didn't say yes. <laughs> Was it the, cr- the crowd work one? Uh, I haven't asked him to do the crowd work one. Should we call him right now? Santino's one of those people where I'll call him. And I got sick a couple months. I got sick in June, and I was sick for the whole month of June. And he hit me up while I was in the hospital, and he's like, uh, hey, man, when you're back, let's do something. And then I hit him up a couple times, maybe like three times since June. And Wait, I've what were you like, in the hospital for? Uh, my kidneys got all fucked up. What? From what do you do in your life that fucked him up? I have kidney stones. I, I make. So you don't drink enough water? I I think that was part of it, but I do drink a lot of water. So now I drink an insane amount of water. I'm not I'm wow. carrying around the gallon guy. Like, do you think it was just bad genetics, or do you think it was something? I think you that's did? most of it. Most of it was because my genetic. mom and dad get also had kidney it. stones. Wow. But I, they think it was from a and that's like pretty. I've never had one. Pretty extremely painful. It sucks. The, there are so many variations of it. But which it is sucks. worse, um, getting a kidney stone, uh-huh. or getting your heart broken? Getting a kidney stone is worse. I've never been in the hospital because my heart was broken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I've gotten over every heartbreak I've ever had. Got it. So kidney stone is worse. I think so. There's no good art that comes out of kidney stones. So kidney stone is worse. If you get your you heart no broken, you can material? Not really. I tell the story and I can make the story funny, but it's yeah. not a thing that you. 
hey, you got 15 minutes tonight. Do your kidney stone stuff. You know, it's like if you have an hour. Right. You could eat up a half of that with a kidney stone story. Well, I don't think, but okay. I, I again, I haven't had kidney stones, and I believe you that kidney stones is worse. I'm yeah. not saying heartbreak is worse than kidney stones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the argument that heartbreak is better because you can get material from it—that's what makes it worse—is that it's that lingering. I'm gonna have to disagree. Pain. I don't want to disagree with you on your own show. I don't want to butt heads. <laughs> no, 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 not I don't come off hot. I'm not, I'm not, again, I'm not saying it is worse. I'm saying if you're going to keep bringing up a problem from the past, yeah. it's because of how bad it was. If kidney stones is gone and then it's just, okay, that's gone. That's not it's necessarily true. See, that's, that's just the difference in the way maybe we look at problems. Okay. Cause I'm like, okay, so heartbreak, you had this problem and then you got these jokes out of it saying these jokes is just because you're excited to say the jokes and they make other people happy, not because you want to rehash oh, the problem. Oh, for me, day. when I bring up heartbreak <laughs> on stage, it's because, like... You're not over it. I'm not over it. Yeah. I'll never get over it. Who's the they fake psychiatrist a, on this show? a hole in my heart. <laughs> you just start going through all your material. It's a permanent hole. <laughs> That's like, imagine a, a stone ripping a... A permanent hole through your kidney. That's way worse. I thought you were going to say through your penis. Because <laughs> it passes through your urethra, right? Yeah, but that's not the worst part. A lot Does of people think that's the worst part. Does a physical stone come out of your urethra into yeah. the toilet? Like you see a stone drop into the toilet? Yeah. And you go, oh, that's a kidney. An actual stone just popped in the toilet from yes, my dick. Yes, but not how you would imagine it. Wow. It usually breaks up like an asteroid, you know? So little teeny little pebbles. Like sand the toilet and pebbles. Seat. And you yeah. see it coming out of your dick. Is yeah. that some of the scariest shit ever? That's not the worst part. What's the worst part? That's the most relieving part because that means it's over. Yeah. So what's the worst part? The worst part is so here's when it's halfway through your dick. <laughs> when you can see it like a snake swallowing something. Like there's <laughs> like a snake swallowed a softball. That's what it looks oh, like. God. No, that none of this is true. Oh. Your kidney looks like this, and then there's oh. like a little tube going down to your bladder. And then there's your bladder and then the tube that's your wiener, right? The most painful thing on the face of this planet for a dude is when a stone is passing from the kidney into the tube that takes it to the bladder called the ureter. That's the worst pain I've ever been in in my life. What advice would you give to someone with kidney stones? Drink water constantly. Just drink water. If you have any abnormal back pain of any sort, Start chugging water until you can't back take pain? it anymore. Yeah, that's where your kidneys hurt the, in your lower back on the oh sides and your flanks. I don't even want to think about this, but I no, am you have to water. think about it. I want you to drink more water so I you never a, have I to experience think, this. I usually drink water. I'm okay. not I don't think I have any. How much water do you drink? I don't. Day? I don't measure it out. But <laughs> well, there's your first problem. <laughs> but. I'm I'm never yeah I drink I'm kind of constantly drinking water. Doctor told me I had to do like a gallon and a half a, a day. day. A day. I don't think I drink that much water. That's okay. Well, mine are are more fucked up than yours because you yeah. you don't have this problem. I also I don't drink alcohol. Oh, nice. Um, not much anyway. I don't do drugs. My my yeah. issues are is junk food and girls. Sure. That's where I'm. You have high school those problems. Are, yeah. Because you, you said the heartbreak thing like somebody yeah. who's never been through a problem. <laughs> you mean like 
Oh, you mean like a, an actual health problem yeah, or something worse, like that? This physical thing that'll land you in the hospital and take you away from your family, or well, when a girl's okay, <laughs> okay. So I have this joke where I say I would rather get cancer than get my heart broken. Yeah, and because you've never known anybody with cancer in your life. No, I do. I have. Well, the joke okay. is, it's it's obviously a dumb joke. Yeah. <laughs> but I say I would rather get cancer and get my heart broken again because when you have get when you get cancer, you want to beat it and you want to live the rest of your life. Uh huh. When you get heart your heart broken, you want to get cancer so the girl feels bad for breaking your heart. <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> that is a very Ari Manish joke. And uh how that joke came about is i i said that once just being really silly in Mm. life and my friend brent do you know brenton biddlecombe yeah yeah he's like hey like (laughs) don't say that my brother had cancer yeah and i was like call your brother right now (laughs) i was like call your brother right now and ask him which is worse cancer or heartbreak Uh and we call his brother and we're like hey which was worse getting cancer or getting your heart broken he goes oh getting your heart broken is worse oh damn that's what he said damn and I was like, I'm doing the joke. <laughs> and it works maybe uh, 40% of the time. That seems like a... <laughs> it doesn't like work a, that often, but it wor- like it, when it works, it works. Yeah, I bet. But... Uh, do you find when it's a big crowd, jokes like that work a lot more? Like if there's like 15 scattered people, everyone honestly, gets too sad? I mean, no, honestly, I find it to be similar. I mean, it maybe works more because the people... People will, some people out of that crowd will laugh. Uh huh. But for me, that doesn't mean it works. If if 30% of the crowd's laughing, it didn't work. Okay. You know, for, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it may, it may, if it's a big crowd, may not bomb completely. Uh huh. Because it still is a joke with a punchline and it is funny to a select group of people. Right. But unless I can get the whole crowd on my side, then I'm not happy about it. I like your standards, Ari. Yeah, yeah. You got great standards. Right. I don't like, I'm not afraid to bomb or whatever, but I don't like it. No, I'd no one likes it. I prefer to do good. Some, I feel like some people don't care at all when they bomb. Have you ever seen like Jamar Neighbors? Yeah, it's <laughs> true. I don't think it phases him in the slightest. Dude, when there's this dude. He doesn't give a fuck. And I'm this, jealous of that a little bit. But I mean, it's a good. Uh, yeah. It's a fun spot to be in, I think. Yeah. I think that's a fun, that's a real fun spot to be in. Yeah. It's a real freeing feeling. Yeah. I don't mind silence. Uh, you don't mind silence. I don't know. You Do you hate it? I don't know. I, I think I, I think I'm good at bombing. Uh-huh. You know what I, and do you know what I mean by that? Like, like you take it well? No, like I bomb conf- confidently like I've been there before. Yeah. And I'll address it. And there's certain people they kind of just don't know how to bomb, and they're yeah. they it's so uncomfortable uh-huh. in the room when they're bombing because they, they just kind of the power through their material, right, right, and right. Just bomb in silence for ten yeah. minutes. They're like, "All right, thank you. That's my time." Uh huh. You guys have been great. <laughs> guys, that bomb, like that's the worst kind of bomb to me. When someone uh, just bombs and they just did their set, didn't address their bomb and get off the stage, I'm like, "Ugh." That's when you're like. Fuck, that yeah, there's bad. some denial going on yeah. there. Yeah, or not even denial. Just they just don't know how to bomb. Right. They, even if they acknowledge when they get off, they're like, "Damn, when I bomb, you go, yeah, you did." Uh, but if someone can say, "Well, if someone starts yelling at the crowd that it's their fault and stuff," I I like that. You like that? I like every com- time. I like if uh, when a comic's bombing, I like them to just attack the crowd. 
Or maybe that's when I say I like a comic, that's what I like to do. <laughs> it is fun when. Now, I'm not even saying attack them negatively, like fuck you and making it uncomfortable for them. Just, you know, jokingly. But break from your set. Yeah, break from, your, from your, your set. Yeah. I, there were a couple times when I, you know, obviously you're learning how to do that. And I I was like, what do I do? I got, I got these jokes. I got to finish got to finish the jokes i have this list of jokes what else am i right do? and you're kind of reading a script in your head and that's all you right. know how to do yeah. right and those are always bad you can't even listen to those back without it's very cringy yeah i don't listen to my sets back i know you're supposed to i can't do it i hate i will do it if i know that if i think i did really really well the only times i listen to my stuff back is when i'm editing my own set to submit it somewhere or something oh okay sure and then i have to listen to my set yeah um I was going to say something about bombing, but I don't remember what it was. Chris D'Elia said oh, yeah, somewhere similar. Uh, what did he say? Like, you only really bomb if the audience can tell that you really don't want to bomb or something like that. Or if you're really nervous about bombing. Right. You know? And uh, I used to do... You ever do TK shows? The... TK. It's TK's that, like, he, he'll give he a lot of new people a chance. Yeah, bringer, yeah, yeah. Yeah, bring her. No, yeah. yeah. Bring her. I almost got tricked into doing one when I moved to LA. You know what? I've done a lot. Yeah, so when I moved to LA, I was responding to Craigslist ad <laughs> yeah. about comedy. This seven years ago. Yeah. And he would put up, perform at the comedy store or whatever. Yeah. And I, so I responded, hey, I want to do it. And he, and he goes, I watched your tape, man. You're so funny. Hell yeah gotta have you on my show I'll uh-huh. to do it and he goes here's the thing and i knew <laughs> but i knew what bringer shows were right um so he goes here's the thing and i knew not to do them too because i listened to a bunch of podcasts <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. why i knew that's why i never really i got tricked into one or two bringer shows but i never did them uh-huh so he goes here's the thing um you know we just ask you to bring like five to ten people just to support you, you know, to support your con. Like he didn't set it, you know, that's to how drive they set you. it up. They, that's how they yeah. bring your shows. Yeah. They'll say, they go, you know, it makes the show better for you and you're new and, and they're here to support you. And I go, Oh, and I was super respectful. I go, Hey, thank you so much for letting me know. I, I got to be honest with you. I'm not going to bring anyone out. Yeah. If you want to take me off the show, I totally understand. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't do those shows. I don't, I don't do shows where I have to bring people. Right. Instead think, you go open mic route. Yeah, oh, Mike or bar or what, whatever show I can get, real shows I can get. Right, right, So right. I said that to him about, I said it very respectfully, right? <laughs> yeah. Thinking he'd go, oh, for sure, man, no problem. Uh, well, I'll see you around like that. And I would be like, oh, later, no big deal. Uh-huh. He didn't get mad or anything. He wasn't rude ever. Yeah. I have no bad TK thing to say. That's good. But his response to me <laughs> saying, listen, I know what this is, and I, I'm telling you now I don't want to do it. Yeah. You'd think he'd be like, for sure. Instead, he goes... Oh, come on, man. If I give you a date in a month, you can get some people out. Like he kept <laughs> trying to do it. He's the and, persistent and guy. He, yeah, he was super persistent. Yeah. Even though I was like, hey, don't do bringer shows. It's like, come on, and it's so, just coffee. So What's he's like, come deal? on. What if I give you a date two months from now? Uh-huh. You can get some people out. And so he kind of like talked me into it. And I was like, okay, yeah, okay, give me a date two months from now. I'll get people out. But then I thought about it. I was like, wait a minute. And I he called them me. back and I go, hey, I'm not doing, I'm not doing your show. Thank uh-huh. you. Yeah. So I never did TK show, All but right. I but I've done shows with him. He's a, I mean, he's a good guy. He's yeah. put me up a lot. Yeah, and uh, and I used to go up there. Uh, he had a show with the Formosa that I used to love doing, and he told me kind of early on, like, don't worry about bringing people. It's just kind of nice to have you on. 
And if yeah. you want to talk about it, like on Twitter or something, right. you do that. But uh, I would go up there just knowing like what I was going to close with. And that was such like a having, you know, two or three spots a week five years ago with all that time to just like bomb or not do great or do crowd work and then end with something strong. It was like it was a really nice time. Yeah. I learned a lot. It was your spot to grow. Yeah. As yeah. A yeah. Comic. Yeah. My mine was Hooters. Yeah. I used to stand. Outside I heard about that show and before. I would bark and I would hand out tickets. Uh huh. For an hour before the show, and then yeah. I would go up, and the guy running the show would give me ten minutes, and I would do that four nights a week. I would go hand out tickets for an hour, right? And then I would get ten minutes at a bar show with sometimes five real people, sometimes twenty or thirty. Depending on so how it was better than open mics, but it wasn't wasn't like a hot show or anything. But right, you find your own. Show. Everybody finds their own way to to not do the bringer thing eventually. I think, and but there's so many like there's no hierarchy of comedy. You know, you d- you take yourself out of it, but there are so many levels of that stuff that you kind of have to gotta like wade through before you're you feel like you've done anything, and that's what's nice about it. I think, you know, like people get discouraged at this, this, and that, and then they take themselves out, and yeah. it's not really. That's why I think like it's so fun to talk shit about other comedians and i think all comedians should forever talk shit about each other but it's really the most individual like no one has anything to do with anybody else which is why it's so funny when people get so heated at other people you know yeah there's just a lot of bitterness and jealousy it's great to watch and it's also (laughs) and it's very subjective so you may hate someone's comedy and Mm -hmm. then you see him get something and you're like, that guy sucks. And you're just like, well, they suck to you. Yeah. Someone thinks they're funny. Right. It says way more about where you're at than where that other person is at. If you're going to. But it happens like, at all levels. Oh, a hundred percent. I've been in the, it happens on, in car rides is, <laughs> is the number one place for shit talking. Uh huh. I could be in the car ride with an open micer and they're talking shit about another open micer. I could be in the car ride with a national touring theater act uh-huh. and they're talking shit about another theater act yeah it's all good stuff so. it's all very entertaining and very funny that's the thing that's another thing it's all very funny yeah the yeah it's it's always but you know what i always uh typically there's the same group of people that get shot on the most is that right so that means so it's that means there's there's a good, there's a good side and a bad side. We're not filming this, right? So I'm gonna ask you to give a give me a look if I'm on the list. No, oh no, you're not. Give me give me this look. I feel like <laughs> I feel like you. I feel like you. Um, I feel like you're you uh, kind of do your own thing. Yeah, a lot. I feel like you're not. Uh, like I don't even know who your crew is. I like that. Yeah. That's great. I don't know. There's like one or two people I kind of look yeah. out for, and I'm just nice to everybody. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I really don't. I truly believe that everyone's on their own path, regardless of how good or bad I think they are. And I love like breaking people's balls and stuff. But mm-hmm. when it gets down to like, oh, do you really like me? Or like, do we really have shit with each other? Like, I'll never be in that conversation ever because I don't care. Yeah, I don't think there's. I'm sure there's people that dislike me, but uh-huh. I don't think I have. I don't have any comedy enemies yeah. i don't have anyone that's like fuck ari or yeah fuck them i, I like anyone who works really hard and you could always tell like when you're 
out at shows or or at open mics, you could tell the people who work really hard on on their stuff, you know, and it's because you can't really fake. I don't know. There's, I don't have any super concise thoughts, but you can't really fake working hard. I don't think, right. and I think you, it's an admirable trait to have. To every time you see somebody get up there, they're a little bit better for the most part, or you can right. tell like. You know they're way funnier than they were a couple of years ago because they've been at it. You right. Know? That's nice. That's a nice thing. Yeah, it is nice to see growth. <laughs> and then when you're in the car, you're like, "Fuck that! Fuck that person!" <laughs> <laughs> stupid, uh, stupid. Wait, dog see, joke. most of the time, <laughs> the people who I talk shit about aren't even. Uh, I it's usually the, the insult is usually not they suck at comedy. Right. <laughs> it's usually. I, it's rarely the thing that people say. It is sometimes. There's people who you go, well, they suck. Yeah. That that is definitely something. But the, usually, it's the last it, thing you get to. Like, yeah. and they they can't even. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, well, they did. They do this shit, and like, that's not cool. Yeah. And they suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I don't know. Well, it sounds like you're doing pretty good. I'm I'm happy. I'm sorry. I your couldn't. kidneys are good. My kidneys are good, man. Well, your relationship with your wife is good. Yes. Uh, you're doing good financially? No. Yeah? Do you talk about that on this show? Oh, yeah. I'm a financial advisor. I'm just comfortable. Maybe Un- I would unlicensed. love some tips. Okay. Uh, are you in debt? No. no. Zero, Zero debt. debt? Yeah. So that's pretty good. Um, yes. Are you a homeowner? No. God, no. You're a renter? Yeah. Okay. Do you own your car? Uh, Almost. So you are in debt? Like $100. I, I, you have I, a car payment? Yes, but I yeah, haven't not- made it in like two years because i haven't needed to yet like it hasn't earned interest yet you know what i'm saying like i had let's say it was like six thousand dollars and i paid off completely off you're in debt okay you're you're i'm like a hundred dollars in debt you have a hundred dollars to pay off your car why wouldn't you just pay it off then if it was because i keep forgetting about it because it's a hundred dollars yeah and it's not up until january pay it off right now okay Um, i'm cured do you do you have a do you have a 3 to 6 months worth of income saved if you were to lose all sorts oh, yeah. if you were to go back to the hospital not being able to make any money could you live for 3 to 6 months Yeah but you could always podcast on the hospital they let you they let you bring the stuff in Uh yeah but who knows maybe you have a kidney going down your throat <laughs> a kidney stone going down your throat <laughs> and you can't cold. podcast Yeah you got uh, You got to be prepared throat stones in a you know, or maybe all podcasting takes a big downturn. You can't yeah. make any money through YouTube or podcasting. Right, which I can never see actually happening. But oh, it, yeah. it's, it's happening, <laughs> dude. Dude, from the day all okay. of this stuff started, I've lived every day. Like, all of that stuff can completely come to a crashing halt tomorrow. Yeah, or it's definitely, at least at the minimum, it's all changing. Oh, it's been, the YouTube yeah. and stuff has been... Yeah. changed if you want to make money at youtube you need to get a time machine right it's way different than yeah it's yeah been. so you have three to six months of savings yeah you have no debt no so you're doing pretty good financially i, I, d- I live comfortably somehow off of doing mostly comedy related things and i think that's that's i'm really fortunate for that and you're married yeah and your kidney stone has passed through your body yes so your life's pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. You could delete this episode if you want. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm really sorry. 
No, that's <laughs> good. So I came in, I was happy. <laughs> well, maybe you should give someone else advice. Maybe you should give advice to the audience out there. I did. Like Sometimes I, I do on YouTube. Oh, Sometimes. is that what you do on you? I need to watch I did that YouTube. for years on, on YouTube. You but gave, then. So so I'm kind of ripping off your YouTube with this podcast. Not necessarily. You're doing, everybody's on their own path. Or Did you think that? Or you're thinking this podcast no. kind of like my YouTube. I just wanted to come hang out. I haven't seen the YouTubes of you giving self-help advice. I That's didn't okay. steal your YouTube. Quit <laughs> accusing me of shit. This is the first episode. Is, this <laughs> you're is like, not, I just want to have you I on. I am not a YouTube. <laughs> Dude, if there was a camera in here, you'd be a YouTuber. There will be. That I'm building the only a, difference. All right. Well, I want to show you my podcast studio before you leave that I'm building. Oh, I'd love to see it. All right. Thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me. You're listening to You're listening to unlicensed 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 unlicensed, unlicensed therapy with Ari Manis. Ari Manis.